Welcome to the Strongers Podcast. My name is Kristen Hill and we are in an Enneagram season. And what the Enneagram is, it's a really popular personality test. And what we want to do throughout this season is to show you how uniquely you were made in God's image through each personality type that they lay out. So get ready to learn more about yourself and others through this podcast. Welcome back to the Strong Roots Podcast. We are in the middle of the Enneagram season, and I'm here with Rick Hill, my father-in-law, and we are interviewing a type five, which is the investigator. And for those of you who don't really know what that personality type is, the way that they are described is fives are private, self-reliant, and analytical people. They gather information and knowledge before committing to almost anything, including relationships. Rick, would you say that's true about you? Yeah, that's a pretty good description. (laughs) Yes. Are you ready for me to ask you some questions? I'm ready. Yay. And thank you. I just want you to know, a typical five, it was really hard to get someone to do this. And he (laughs) is being so wonderful by doing this for me. So thank you again. This is so great. And he is one of the most godly men I know. So I was glad to have an excuse to get you on here. So She, yeah, I I didn't want to do it. (laughs) Yes. So thank you. So I'm going to ask you the first question, okay? Okay. So what do you wish people knew about fives? And do you feel like there are any misconceptions? Well, I saw a statement once that said fives don't depend on social validation. And mm-hmm. that's really true. You know, I, I don't do social media because I don't care. And I don't care what people think about me too much, you know. Yeah. So clothing isn't a big deal because... Who cares? <laughs> the, um, social interaction is exhausting. On the other hand, a five has a great need to think of themselves as capable and competent. And so that means taking criticism is really hard because criticism means I'm not capable and competent. Oh. Mm-hmm. And so that's hard. And then fear of rejection um, makes it hard to initiate a new conversation or relationship. And uh, I'm close with Jesus. I'm close with my family. That's enough. I'm fine being by myself. So. <laughs> yeah, because it's interesting how you said fives most likely don't like to be around people, but you love being around your family. Well, yeah, because I know them well. I don't worry about rejection or making mistakes. And, and so, yeah, I do love being around family. Mm-hmm. Does it take you a long time to form relationships in your life that are outside of family? Yes. And, you know, I think back when I was single, I had some close friends. Mm -hmm. And we hung out a lot. So I knew them. They were like family. Yes. But once I got married, there's not time Mm. to be that close to anyone besides family. Mm -hmm. And so if you're not that close to someone, well, then... Then it's an awkward social interaction. <laughs> but if you're really close to someone, then then great. I love hanging out with people I'm really close to. It's just not time to be close to anyone for five other than family. <laughs> so why do you not like awkward social interactions? What makes it icky? Oh, because I don't know what to say. <laughs> you know, I don't know what topic to talk about. <laughs> yes. Do you kind of go off other people's leads then? So you have to be in awkward social situations. You can't avoid them, right? Right. So what do you naturally do in those situations? Um, listen, I just, I'm just quiet and, and if the, you know, I, I don't initiate the conversations. Mm-hmm. And so 
um, I, I feel awkward in a group conversation because I'm just kind of standing there, you know, people talking and I walk up to the group and I stand there and listen and look around and it's like, oh boy, <laughs> yeah, do I belong here? But you have such, you are so smart, you're so wise, and you have such great things to say. And sometimes I see you, you will speak out once in a while. What is, why do you speak out? What is the motivation to speak out when you do speak out in those group situations? Oh, that's a good question, <laughs> which means I don't know the answer to it. <laughs> um, Is it perhaps you have yeah. the right answer, you yeah. feel like? Yeah, if I've has, yeah, I want to feel capable, competent. If I know, if mm -hmm. I know the answer, but I'm not going to express an opinion unless I'm really, really strong on it. If it's just like, well, I think this way, but I'm not really strong on it, that's not a valid thing to express. <laughs> so, I have to ask this, and it's totally a sidebar, but, okay, being the investigator and following Jesus, I feel like that had to have been a huge step because following Jesus, it is logical. There is historical facts. Like, he did live, but there's faith in following him. How did you make that leap? Like, how, how did a five follow Jesus? Oh, that it takes a miracle. <laughs> so, yeah, I, you know, I first heard about Jesus when I was 16. Mm -hmm. I went to a, a Christian camp and heard these people up on stage. They had such joy. And I said, I want that joy. And they say, it's Jesus. And I go, wow, I want to believe in Jesus, but mm -hmm. it's not scientific. I don't, you know, how can you make yourself believe something you don't believe in? Mm -hmm. And over the next five years, on occasion, people would witness to me, and and I'd hear Christians and the same reaction. But you can't make yourself believe. But mm -hmm. one time, I, I went to a Billy Graham crusade, and afterwards, I started getting Bible studies in the mail, and I'd go through them, and eventually I realized, I believe that. Mm -hmm. I have faith. And... It's just a miracle of God that he gave me faith because it doesn't make any sense to me. And with that, I think certain parts of my personality changed. Mm -hmm. You know, love and joy and hope were not parts of my personality. Yeah. And those came through Jesus Christ. And that's the miracle that I cling to because it's not part of my personality. Yes. And it, or it wasn't before I was Christian, but yeah. those are part of my personality, though I don't think they associate with type 5 in particular. <laughs> yes, which is evidence of God. And that's, I mean, he breaks the mold, doesn't he? Yeah. I, I love your story. That's so good. Thank you for answering that. Okay, well, you're welcome. <laughs> so, Rick, in your opinion, what are some of your greatest strengths? Well, like I said, fives are competent and capable, they're independent, they're reliable, faithful to follow through on things, loyal, and I'm curious about how things work. I'll dev in, I'll prepare hard for anything because I don't want to be seen as incompetent, so I prepare hard. I can always see the other side of a story. Mm. Every story has two sides to it, and so um, that's a good thing, you know, 
and I, I see things as not black and white. There's all this gray area in between. Mm-hmm. But what that does, it makes me lack compassion. If somebody's telling me a story, mm-hmm. well, I see the other side, and I see that it's not just all you're white and they're black. Mm-hmm. And I see this gray area, and so you want me to emphasize with you and have sympathy for you. And yeah. I just think about, well, but this guy, that's the reason they did that, <laughs> you know? Yes. So it's really hard to have compassion for people. So the strength has a, a weakness. A weakness too. There's strength in every characteristic and weakness in it too. And I, something I love about you is he not only like takes things apart emotionally and relationally, you literally take physical things apart and investigate <laughs> them. <laughs> You're like, yes, it's I'm, I'm, I could not put them back together, but somehow you even, like, you can take it apart, analyze it, and put it back. You enjoy that. Oh, yeah. It's like in the last week, I visited both my sons, (laughs) and uh, we were at a hardware store Mm -hmm. with with my son Enoch, and we were picking up something, and his wife calls Mm -hmm. and says, oh, buy a a kitchen. bathroom faucet because ours is not working well so we buy a faucet just like the one they had to replace it we take it home and Mm -hmm. before they open the package I say what was wrong with the old one and the water wasn't flowing well and Mm -hmm. I figure out well gee that's the aerator (laughs) so they need a new aerator not a new faucet on it yeah and so that was interesting and then John I have to share the story about John says oh dad I broke the door handle to the garage today, and so if I buy a new one, would you install it for me? I go and look at it, and the handle is pulled off because the set screw was turned all the way in, and the handle pulls off. So I got an Allen wrench and put the handle back on, turned the set screw, and that's fixed. So, yeah, I I do look at things (laughs) and figure out, well, how does this work? (laughs) Sometimes it means you don't have to replace an item. Yes, but I love that is you do it with physical things, but also yep. spiritual and emotional things. I guess so. You are a very good problem solver. Yes, a five, I think, is a problem solver. Mm-hmm. Like, John has always gone to you. If there's something that is gray, he loves going to you and picking your brain because you will view all sides, mm-hmm. but and you will also point him to Jesus as well. I think that is one of your greatest strengths. And I think being a Christ follower... You see truth in every situation, even though maybe okay. before, like you, you see every side. But I think your resolve is for Christ alone. Well, I, I want it to be. I, I, <laughs> I won't. I won't say I think it is. But. <laughs> My experience with you, <laughs> oh, it really okay. is. So, Rick, what part of being a five makes you cringe? What don't you like? Um. Well, this interview makes me cringe. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, like I said, I you know I see things not as black and white, but there's all this gray. When you ask me questions like what's what's the greatest strength? Yeah, you know, well, oh, superlatives. Uh, yeah, yes. superlatives. You know, or what's your favorite? You like to ask that question a lot. What's your favorite? Well, to answer that, I you know, what's your favorite movie? I have to think of every movie I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Then I have to rank them all. I can't do that off the top of my head. And so if I just give you an answer, it's not going to be accurate. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I have to give you an accurate answer 
<laughs> we have and, struggled and, and in so the favorites. I can't answer a favorite. If you'd ask me, do you like this movie? I can say, yeah, I like that. Mm -hmm. I love that movie. Mm -hmm. But is it my favorite? I don't know. <laughs> so, so if we ask that at the dinner table, he'll be like, I don't like favorites. And like, we'll skip him. <laughs> That's how we operate now. <laughs> yeah, I don't do favorites. Yes. Anything else make you cringe or did you feel like? Um, yeah, both my sons tell me that life is all about relationships. Mm -hmm. And we've had sermons about that. And... I agree with it. You know, relationships are really important. The fives just aren't people persons. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'd rather be by myself unless I'm doing some activity. I love being with people and doing activities with them because then you're talking about the activities and yeah. it's not, Alice, what should we talk about <laughs> and, and such. I don't just hang out. Don't do small talk. I'm fearful of rejection, but I am content with myself. Mm -hmm. by myself but I avoid meeting new people so that you know just the thought of life's all about relationships that kind of makes me cringe because mm -hmm. that's not me and so that's hard to realize oh I should be about relationships but it doesn't fit me I, f and I feel like you are good at relationships even though you think you aren't <laughs> yeah and can I add one thing I think something that you've done that's really great for your personality. So Rick has, his, well, almost your whole life, he has worked really hard behind the scenes as a computer programmer, and he gives a lot of what he earns to missions. So he gives his finances to relationships, to missions. And I think that, yes, you struggle with personal relationships, even though you're great at them, but I love that you still understand that that is a commandment of Jesus, and you give what you can to to um, enhance the kingdom and build relationships the way you best know how. And I really respect that. And I think I think knowing who you are, that's amazing. And because what and even thinking about your greatest sin as a five is greed, right? And the it, fact that's what it says. And mm -hmm. that's not and who you are. It, I am. It, it's who I was before Christ, mm -hmm. and it still is who I am after Christ. I'm stingy. I'm cheap. Mm -hmm. My nickname in college was El Cheapo. <laughs> um, and yet God has, has turned that trade around mm -hmm. and made it a benefit in that I hate spending on money on myself, mm -hmm. but I love to give it away to God's cause mm -hmm. and missions uh, to the unreached peoples of the world is my is the cause he's put most on my heart and so I've given away a lot of money over my lifetime mm -hmm. and you know these these traits on relationships it's it's a real hindrance to me being an evangelist mm -hmm. but God's made me comfortable with that I've struggled with that a lot mm -hmm. but God's given me comfort and assured me that there's many parts of the body, and if I fulfill the parts that he's made me good at, mm -hmm. I don't have to feel inadequate yeah. at the parts I'm not good at, because I'm not that part. Yeah. And so that's okay. Yes. And I, God has given me assurance that I'm okay. <laughs> and, I, and I feel like all the types can rest in that. Yeah. Like we, not that he doesn't call us to get outside of the box and out of our comfort zone, but we were made 
as a part of the body and we should thrive in that. Yeah, and, and on the other hand, you know, lots of times I think, oh, well, everybody should be a missionary sender <laughs> yes. and, and do just like I do. Yes. But then I realize, oh, that's my strength. God's mm -hmm. blessed me in that area to give me traits that make me good at that. Yes. And other people are good at other traits, and so I yeah. shouldn't expect them to be good at my trait, and mm -hmm. I guess they shouldn't expect me to be good at, at their trait. That's true. So. Really good. So, Rick, you kind of answered this, but... How does a five affect your relationships with others and also with Jesus? Um, well, I just don't relate to people on a personal level very much uh, outside of my family, as you mentioned. Mm -hmm. once, once I'm close to somebody, then I relate really well. But how do you get close to somebody? It takes a lot of time, mm -hmm. a real lot of time for a five to get close to somebody. And there just isn't that time outside of family. Mm -hmm. um, but I can work with people really well yes. if we have a task, you know, then, then mm -hmm. boy, I'm focused on the task and I'll, I'll get through and we'll get that task done. Mm -hmm. um, and we share information about the task at hand, but I won't get into any personal details and won't really know the person. And so there's not really a relationship with that person, just with the task. Yeah. Um, Outside of the task, there's nothing to share. Do you feel like that's why you like sports and games and reading? Activities, and, yeah. right. Mm -hmm. In growing up in my family, I'm the youngest of five kids, and my parents, we, we all did a lot of games together, mm -hmm. but it was all games, activities. So yes. maybe I became a five from my family. I don't know. Uh, we did activities. We didn't share feelings that much in the family. Um, yeah, so that's yeah. that's my answer. Mm-hmm. How did? How about with Jesus? Um, well, with Jesus, I don't have a fear of rejection. That's good. And I don't do small. I don't need to do small talk with him. And so, uh, <laughs> so I get along fine with him. <laughs> you know. Do you feel like? I guess my thoughts are: you describing you. Do you ever um, struggle relying on him? Because you're so self-sufficient and because a lot of, like, you are a very capable man. Is that something you have to strive to do is like, okay, I'm going to choose to be relying on God or does that come naturally? No, it's not natural to turn to Jesus. I, you know, I should worry less, you know, if we're going on a trip. I got to plan out all the details of the trip it's mm -hmm. obsessively before we go on the trip because... Otherwise, I might waste some time on the trip, which mm -hmm. you're paying all this money to go on the trip. And if you waste time, you're wasting money. And so that's terrible. Yeah. And so I prepare too much for trips. But I should just rely on Jesus more, perhaps, on that. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, yeah. I, I, I tend to rely on myself and maybe not just trust that Jesus will bring me through. Yeah. So this, like, this interview podcast thing, mm -hmm. you know, I worried a lot about it. You should have trusted Jesus because you're pretty easy to talk to. <laughs> I'm so glad I just asked you just a day ago <laughs> and caused more stress. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we only have one question left, okay? okay. So what traits um, of a five do you easily agree with and any you don't agree with? Well, 
list me the traits. I can tell you if I agree or disagree, but I don't remember what all the traits were. And so that's that's a hard question for five to answer. Yeah, it's because <laughs> so you I, want the list. Yeah, I want the list. I don't, I don't want to leave anything out. I agree with most of them. And yeah. I don't know if there's any I disagree with. There probably are, but I don't right. know what they all are. So Yes, that makes sense. So can I ask you one more question? Sure. So what traits about a five do you feel like best reflect God and Jesus? Oh. Um, perhaps reliability and faithfulness. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's, that's it. And that's a Christ-like character. I think the, the so, social awkwardness, that's not it. <laughs> so, so I'd say the reliability. You are so dependable. If you say yes, your word means yes. Mm -hmm. And I also think uh, your resolve is very strong as well. Like your convictions are strong. I would say that reminds me of Jesus. Okay. Like you don't waver very often because you are very analytical. So you make up your mind. And for the most part, right is right and wrong is wrong. Yeah, yeah, Uh Yeah, once I've made a decision, I'll usually stick to it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and then loyal. Mm-hmm. I think your loyalty to the ones you love is very much like God in my mind. Right. So, yeah, those are the traits that seem seem Christ-like. Mm-hmm. Anything, Enneagram aside, anything about Christ? Do you, you mentioned it earlier, like the joy. But what about Christ has truly changed your personality in general? Well, I think anything good in my personality is is Christ changed it. Mm-hmm. You know, before Christ, I was I was a sad, somber, pessimistic person who had no care for anyone else, no love for you know who cares what happens to them. And when I became a Christian, I I could love other people. I could care what happened to them. Um, didn't make me like other people necessarily, but I could love them, <laughs> you know, I could care about them. Yeah. And, and he gave me joy. Mm. Uh, one of my landlords once called, he, he called me happy. His, he was an old Hungarian guy and he'd call me happy because walking past to, out to my car every morning, I'd go past his apartment, I'd always be whistling. And so he called me happy as, all the time because I was happy. I am happy mm-hmm. a lot of the time. I was not that way before Christ. And um, so joy, love, yes. and hope for future, mm-hmm. that things will turn out right. Christ put those in my life. And so I don't, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see that... Uh, I can't see Christ in day-to-day things, but I see those traits that God put in my life, and I mm-hmm. know they come from Christ because they don't—they aren't me. Yes, they're Christ in me. Yes, and it's fun looking back because I feel like sometimes yeah. we're so future-oriented that you look back on your life and who you were and all that He's made you to be. It's miraculous. Yeah, it's you know, it's 46 years ago mm-hmm. that I accepted Christ, and yet I remember so clearly the way I was before then, mm-hmm. and and. The change was so big and so soon mm-hmm. after I accepted Christ. 
and, and so I still hold on to that. 46 years later, it's like, wow, you know, this is, this is what he's put into my life. Life is really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we, we're not supposed to hold on to this world. And I look forward to going and being with Christ. But he's made life good on this, on this earth because of the joy and love that he's put in my life that, you know, I've... I'm happy. I'm happy being here. (laughs) Yes, me too. And it's funny, the whistle thing. John and I talk about often, we know that if Grandpa's not whistling, (laughs) something's not right in the world. (laughs) Because you are always whistling. Oh, okay. I I didn't think I did that anymore. (laughs) It's like a running joke. Like, we just hear you whistling. (laughs) It's a good sign. Okay. Yep. (laughs) But... Thank you again. This was so much fun. And we are going to leave the listeners with some challenges. So Fives is watching. We'd love to challenge you to be aware of your tendencies to hold off on taking action because you don't feel like you have enough information to move forward. Um, If God's calling you to do it, you need to do it. Another challenge for you is even though you value independence, try not to make others feel isolated as a result. And the last one is notice when you avoid certain tasks that feel uncomfortable or make you feel unqualified and trust God alone. So Rick, which one of those do you feel like you could maybe accept as a challenge? Oh man, those are those are hard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you hit the things that are hard for fives. Um, maybe I'll go with the tasks that I'm not comfortable with and okay. I'll try a task like, an interview or something like that. that I'm not <laughs> yeah, you checked it off already. <laughs> yeah, there, I'm done with that one. <laughs> yes, that's a good <laughs> yes, yes. And the reason why we're challenging, thank you, Rick, for accepting that challenge. And the reason why we're challenging you is because we don't want this to just be something you listen to and forget about. We want this to be something that changes your life, that draws you closer to Jesus. So on that note, thank you so much for tuning in. And we just appreciate you guys listening so much. We will see you next time as we talk about Type 6, The Loyalist. Thank you for checking out the Strong Roots podcast. If you are curious what your type is, make sure to check out the link in the description below. And if you don't want to miss out on any future content, make sure to follow us on all our social media platforms. And we are praying that your roots stay strong.